It is more of the best of the Cooking in the Dark show. Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. The kitchen. I will go to the kitchen. And although some recipes I cannot read, still I'm sure I can't do everything I need. This show, Cooking in the Dark, it is the key. He's a mighty talkative Texan. You know Cheryl, she tells him so. I know Dale Campbell would like to welcome you to this hair show. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Holy smoly guacamole! Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. I'm Cheryl Cummings, and I'm going to introduce to you the man who proves to us every week that you don't need sight to cook dinner tonight, Dale Campbell. Welcome, 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 welcome. It is Rocktober. Cool thing about Rocktober means that it's football season. <laughs> I love the gleam of the helmets and the crack of the pads and... The little referees with their yellow hankies that when your team finally makes a good play, they say, nope, you back it up. <laughs> well, Plus, the Texans are whooping some tail. We're 4-0, and oh, looking good, baby. Wow. Well, at least you guys, you have your real referees back now. Yes, real referees. I like it. They're better. <laughs> they're better. They know what's happening. You know, they're not getting all yelled at by the coaches and all that stuff. I mean... There was a game we were watching the other night. It was one of the Monday night games, and this coach, his head was going to explode because every time he turned around, they were making a bad caller, blowing it. I mean, well, and I think, and I think the um, the coach up here got fined fifty thousand dollars for touching, like grabbing, for grabbing the referee, grabbing yeah. a referee. <laughs> See, Billichek, he's a cheater. He can't do that. Yeah. None of that stuff. But that's all right. That's all right. It's all good. They're all back. But Rocktober is also, um, well, I'll just say it. It's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So, I mean, personally, we have, um, we've got two friends that are breast cancer survivors. So, But it is uh, October. Time to start cooling off. The summer heat may be gone. I'm waiting for that to happen down here in Houston, Texas. We're still in the 90s, but oh, that's the way gosh, it is. Yeah. No, we went, a, we went right from like the 80s, 70s, and now it's like 60, 50s. Okay. I could do that. <laughs> well, that is 60s, 50s is winter time for us. That yeah. is our winter. Yeah. No, it, it has it has cooled off. <laughs> I like it. I like it. We've, got, we've reinstalled our screen doors. No sense having those dudes up. They get in the way in the summertime. You're not going to have your door open anyway. <laughs> hot, hot, hot. Right. But uh, it's all good. Also, October means that uh, towards the end of the month, we'll be doing some... Halloween goodie shows like we always do. Ooh. I was just kind of looking for some recipes earlier today, and uh, we found a few good ones. I'm going to bring back an old favorite of mine, too. The bat wing cupcakes. The bats. I oh, love that those one. Are those are good. Cool. Very easy to do. Great to, you know, and, and this, these are fun recipes to get the kids in there and make them help you. Didn't Tie we them do, to the kitchen. Didn't we do, like, now. witch's fingers and all that sort of oh, stuff? Oh, the witch's finger cookies are the best. Oh, those are good. You know, they're basically, yeah, those are real good. We might even have to do those. Use almonds for the fingernails and, you know, some red food coloring and uh, <laughs> yeah. green food coloring to make them look green. You kind of bend them and cream. And they, you know what's cool when you get them, when they bake up, they actually come out looking like witch's fingers. 
I like it. On like little fingers, yeah, it's pretty cool. All kinds of fun stuff with Halloween coming up. We've got uh, Dean, Dean the the dog guide, you know, my buddy. Mm-hmm. We got him a hot dog costume last time we went to pick <laughs> up food for him. So I think Candace and I are going to go as ketchup and mustard. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. We'll have some fun with that, too. But, oh, Halloween. I love it. It's time. Plus, you've only got a few shopping days left till, I'll say it, Christmas. No, don't say it. It's going to be good. going to be fun. It's October. I can't. Oh, it's awesome, awesome, awesome. Hey, um, this guy went to the doctor, Cheryl. <clears throat> mm-hmm. He had insomnia. And uh doctor checks him out and runs all these tests and finally they you know he meets to discuss the results and stuff and he goes you know mr jones i can't find anything wrong with you i don't know why you've got insomnia i goes you know take my advice and just just don't take your troubles to bed i mean just forget about the troubles for the day and don't take them to bed and he goes mr jones goes you know doc i'd love to do that but my wife doesn't like sleeping alone <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. Candace didn't like that one. But anyway, all right, y'all, we'll be right back on Cooking in the Dark. We've got a fun, cool little recipe for y'all. We're going to be doing a little stir-fry something. Well, yeah, a little something like that. But we'll be right back on Cooking in the Dark. Now, more of the show with your host, Dale Campbell. And Cheryl Cummings. That's me. I'm Dale Campbell, the dude with the food. We're going to be making chicken fried rice. And as usual, when I first time I ever made this, Cheryl, I, I did the recipe just as it's written there. Right. Since then, I've kind of made some alterations, <laughs> <laughs> which you all know I'm prone to do eh, once in a blue moon. Do you know what a blue moon is, by the way? No, what is a blue moon? A blue moon is a full moon that happens within the same 30 days, or the same month, I think it is, the same month. So there was a blue moon earlier this year, and we were like, oh, it's a blue moon, and everybody's out there looking at the blue, it's not blue. Well, that's not what it is. A blue moon means like you can have a a full moon on the 1st of August and a full moon on the 31st of August, and it's the second moon is a blue moon. So that's the old saying, you know. Happens once in a blue moon. Which <laughs> ah. doesn't have very okay. Enough of our history lesson. Let's get on to this chicken fried rice. Before we get started, we're gonna have to cook some rice. So, what we're gonna do that we're gonna do that in our talking microwave. So what I've done in my microwave rice cooker here, I've put a cup and a half of rice. Now rice, remember, is one of those four to one things when it's cooked, which means one cup of dry rice, uncooked rice, will equal four cups of cooked rice. Now, to the rice, I've got a cup and a half in there. You want to add two cups of water for every cup of rice. So we've got a cup and a half in there. That means we're going to put in three cups of water. We're also going to put in about a quarter cup of butter. Now, what I've got is uh, stick butter, mm-hmm. and I just cut half of a half of a stick, which is a quarter cup, off and then I sliced it down into little pads that are maybe oh about a quarter inch thick or so. Mm-hmm. You don't stir anything. I dumped the rice in. I've dumped the water in. I threw the butter on top. Now we're going to cruise over here. How you doing, buddy? Hello. How are you? <laughs> are you um, talking to the plane? Oh yes. 
Okay, good pals, We huh? get along good. <laughs> we took him out on location. We, we went out touring. We went down and met with the uh, the Bay Area chapter of the ACB here in Houston. Took him out and demonstrated. He got to heat up some water and got to be played with and touched by all the ladies. It, ah, very they, nice. uh, Yeah, they played with his buttons. <laughs> he liked it. So we'll slide our rice cooker in. Now, we're going to cook this on about six and a half minutes on high. And then we're going to come back and cook it on medium power for about 15 minutes. So let's go minutes. And then we'll go to seconds. Thirty seconds. There we go. Wow. Gosh, isn't that thing nice? I can't wait for y'all to get yours. We are so excited. Ooh, you're gonna love it, gonna love it, gonna love it. Okay. While our rice is cooking, we've got a lot of prep work to do here before we can make our chicken fried rice. We're gonna have to cook some chicken. We're gonna have to dice up some veggies. Oh yeah, I love this stuff. Mm mm mm. And make a, you know, this makes a big batch. It keeps well, so you can make a batch and just uh, eat on it, and eat on it, and eat on it, and eat on it. Let me get our skillet out here. I'm going to cook the chicken up real fast. Actually, while it's cooking, we'll turn our attention too to some other things. If you have a grill, go ahead and uh, you know, like a little indoor grill. You could grill the chicken on that. That Ooh, would work like nicely. That. So, are you using like chicken breast then, or some type? Yes. Of we're using chicken it, it is, yeah the recipe calls for eight ounces of chicken right. diced up cooked and diced of course so what we're going to do is go ahead and fire our wok up here oh, i like saying that wok not with an a and an l but with an o <laughs> <laughs> wok so i've got the heat on here i've got a um, high heat it's got about an eight inch bottom in it mm -hmm. it's about 14 inches wide at the top and about 8 inches at the bottom. Nice curved sides in it. I really like it. Does it have like a single handle or does it have sort of two, two It has a handles? long handle and then it has what I call a nub handle. Okay. You know, a handle that's kind of uh, parallel to the side of the skillet. Yeah. It's about 3 inches long on one end that sits off the edge of it. And then, of course, the other handle is probably about um, 9 or 10 inches long. So I've got the oil in the skillet here. Getting it warm. I'm going to turn our heat down to about medium. Get our chicken out. And I've got uh, a couple nice chicken breasts. We'll drop those in. Ooh, I can hear that sizzling. Okay. We'll let them do their thing, on, and we'll come back and flip them over. And because we're going to dice them up and put them in the stir-fry, I want to make sure they're cooked pretty much all the way through. But we don't have to have them cooked all the way through. Okay. So do you I mean, if they, are, if they are, if they aren't, I mean, we want them, we don't want them raw in the middle, you know. Right. But um, let me just stir them around here for a second. So then did you did you put any, like, salt and pepper? salt and pepper on it before or do you no nothing so it's just plain just plain old chicken breast in here 
And do you have a sense of like how long you're going to let it cook on one side versus you know then flip to the other side? About five minutes. Okay. And the the heat you said is on medium. Yeah, medium to medium high. Okay. If I'm right in between medium and medium high, again it's a gas top. Mm -hmm. So if you're using a um, in fact, these are already seared on this one side, so I'm going to flip them real quick. And to flip them, I'm using just a nylon fork. Okay. And I'm just kind of sliding under mm -hmm. and just kind of flipping the breasts over, holding them in place, kind of pressing them against the, um, against the fork with my finger. Right. And just kind of flipping them, flipping them. And now they're good. Now they're cooking up on the other side, so we're good there. All right, I've got to dice up an onion. So we'll get going on that. It calls for one medium onion. I've got a large onion, so I'm going to cut him in half. We'll dice him up real fast. Is While I'm dicing this dude up, you want to read him the recipe? I will. I Get will. your pens and pencils out, kids. There will be a <laughs> test at the end of the show. Well, I also want to share an onion story. I, um, I usually get my box of vegetables like every other week. I got this box of vegetables, and I'm like, I wonder what this is. It's, it was this huge thing. And so I put it in the refrigerator with the other vegetables, and I didn't, like, do anything with it. Finally, I'm like, oh, I've got to do something with this. i got to know what it is. Because it didn't feel like an onion. It felt like uh, it could be like a miniature squash or something. It was that, it's, <laughs> it was that big. And I'm like, I don't, I'm not ready for squash right now. But finally, I, I like, just took a knife, and I sliced it open. I'm like, oh, that's a huge onion. <laughs> wow. Now, was it white or yellow or red? or? It must be sort of like a red onion because yeah. when I cooked it, it was actually sweet and not, you know, tart. And even when you're cutting right. it up. But it was. I think it's the biggest onion I've ever seen. Yeah, red onions are usually a lot bigger than the others. Oh, our oh. rice is done. First stage of the rice just went off. Right. So let me run through what I'm doing. I was just dicing up that onion. I hear you. He gets a little impatient sometimes. So we're going to come over here now. We're going to put the power level on. It's got four power levels, y'all. Set, cook, time, power, level, high, set, power, level, defrost, low. It has low, medium, high, and defrost. Defrost is 30%. Low is 50%. Medium is 70%. Mm -hmm. No, we need power level medium. Power level low, set power level, defrost high, medium, power level medium, set power level, power level medium. Now let's set our time. Time not set, set, cook time, minutes, one, five, ten, fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes. So you don't have to do anything to the rice after it comes, after it's done, you know, after the first stage. Check our chicken out here real fast. We are uh, sizzling really good over here. Awesome. And again, the chicken, you can touch it and kind of see how done it is. Right. As it gets done, it's going to get firmer. Okay. So I'm going to read the recipe now. Okay. So here we go. You need four cups of cold white rice, eight ounces of cooked chicken chopped, two eggs, 
half a cup of green peas, one medium onion diced, one green onion diced. Uh, seasonings add according to taste these following seasonings. Uh, four tablespoons soy sauce, two tablespoons oyster sauce, salt to taste, pepper to taste. And then you, as you know, we need the oil for the stir fry. That's all you need. That's it. So that's what we're working on right now is getting all of our ingredients put together here. And I'm working on dicing up the onions. What I did is I just chopped that onion in half. Uh-huh. Then I made cuts down through the onion. I laid it flat and made cuts across it. And then I turned it perpendicular and cut it across. And now I'm just kind of kind of just running my fingers through it. I don't want pieces of onion real big. Right. Because I don't want them overpowering. But I don't want them super tiny where they disappear after you saute them. Mm-hmm. Because we will kind of saute these a little bit. The same with our peas. Now, here's where you can go one of two ways. I've made this both ways. With regular peas or with snow peas. Ooh, I like now, it. Now, snow peas are kind of like, you know, in the whole pod. Right. Which I really like. So that's where we're going to go there. Oh, so you have snow peas today. Yes. Very nice. Mm-hmm. So do Plus, we ha- they're easier to get a hold of with chopsticks. Oh, are you planning to eat or cook with chopsticks? <laughs> eat. Oh. You know, Skylar's boyfriend is is um, Asian, uh-huh. and he eats with chopsticks all the time. Uh-huh. At their, you know, at home, when Skylar eats with them, so oh. she's gotten pretty good with eating with chopsticks too. But cool. I'm like, man, how I, do y'all eat ice? Yeah, I haven't figured out how to use chopsticks, but I I keep telling myself there are blind people in China, they eat with chopsticks. I yeah, I do. I do pretty good with them. I do pretty good with them. Awesome. Um, I have to practice. Yeah, I mean, I can. Uh, I, I wouldn't starve with them, but I would probably lose weight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got my pepper here diced up. So let me turn our attention to our snow peas. I, I thought about that, too. I'm like, oh, my God, I'd be so hungry all the time. <laughs> right. They're... Got a diary on. I'm on the chopstick diet. Yeah. What's that? You it's... eat with chopsticks. Yeah, or I you can... don't eat with chopsticks. Exactly. Watch your food stay on your plate. <laughs> right. It's cold. How come it's cold? Incentive to get better. Right there. <laughs> right. Now, something else I'm going to add to this, Cheryl. Tell me. Mushrooms. Ooh. So these are... I had looked for shiitake mushrooms at the grocery, but they did not have any. Uh, so did you just go with button mushrooms, regular white mushrooms? Yeah, or? just regular okay. white mushrooms. Mm-hmm. And we're going to... Um, we're going to... They're sliced already. I got the ones that were pre-sliced. Okay. That's actually one of the nice... Fried rice is one of those fun dishes... Where I think, again, once you do it once and you sort of figure out the basics, you can start playing a little bit with it. Because we've all had fried rice where, you know, it's got shrimp, it's got ham, it's got onions, it's got mushrooms, no mushrooms, it's all vegetables. So you can play around with this dish a lot. Yeah, you sure can. So how do you do the snow peas? The same way, I'm just going to put them in and just saute them lightly. Oh, okay. For uh, just a few seconds, well, about a minute or so. Okay. Just to get them kind of warmed up and softened. So do you buy, you buy these fresh? They're mm-hmm. just, okay. And do you, do you have yeah. to rinse them or you wash them or? Yeah, they're already washed. Okay. Just, you know, like you would any fresh produce, just mm-hmm. rinse them off. Mm-hmm. And we'll be good to go. 
Our chicken's almost, should be about done. Make a little change here. Get a plate out so we can scoop out our chicken. Put it off to the side. And then we'll toss our onions in. I was sharpening the blades up before we started the show. Uh-oh. Gotta have a sharp knife, man. <laughs> Don't want to whack yourself. No. Like we say, no fingertips in this here recipe. <laughs> All right. I'm just sticking a fork in. Oh, yeah, that chicken's done. Firm. You can tell when you put a fork in it. Uh-huh. Stick a fork in it. Yeah. Tell us That's Tell us more. Smart. How can you tell? How can you tell? It's just really firm. Yeah. Um, when, I put the, when I stick the fork in it, the fork, you can tell a difference between a piece of chicken that is not cooked. You know, I mean, and if you want to, when it's raw, stick a fork in it. Yeah. And, and the fork goes in very easily. When it is cooked. When it is cooked. Yeah. And it cuts very easily when it's cooked. Right. And the, you know, tex- and raw, the texture is different. Yeah, much firmer, much harder. Right. Of course, it, it's white. <laughs> and the juices run clear. <laughs> oh, useful bits of information. <laughs> yes, I love that information. I mean, we could put a cooking thermometer in it if we needed to, but... We don't need to do that. I've got one little piece here that we're just kind of let him cook up a little bit more. Plus, when you take it out, I mean, it's still going to have heat in it, so it's still going to continue to cook a little bit. Right. We're going to set it off to the side before we cube it up here. Right. Let it cool down. No no burnt fingertips. No burnt fingertips. Don't need any of that nonsense. There's enough other stuff you need to do that you can uh, set that aside, go do the other stuff, and come back and then dice your chicken up. Now, something, too, if you were lucky enough to, be like, eat it, say, Kentucky Fried Chicken or something like that, and you got some of that chicken left over, mm-hmm. You could eat that, too? <laughs> well, yeah. Eat that while your other chicken's cooling. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't remember the last time we had Kentucky Fried Chicken where there was anything left over. <laughs> I know, right? We used to get the big family boxes, and then I would... Oh, wasn't that fun? You know, I would then, you know, have enough for lunch for the next day or something. Or sometimes I would, you know, would um, chop it up, save it, pull it apart, and use it in chicken and dumplings or something like that. Oh, very nice. Okay, I just put the onions in. So I'm going to go over here and turn up our heat a little bit. And this is the same oil that you cooked the chicken in, right? You haven't added right. any new oil. No. Okay. Still using the same thing. Okay. That way we might get some good flavorings in there, too. Mm-hmm. But I will probably will have to add a little more oil. Let me get my spoon here and just kind of stir these around. There's quite a few of them, the onions, but I'm going to kind of thin them out so that they basically cover the whole bottom of the, the wok here. The oh, wok nice. Skillet. Yeah. Now, I'm also going to need to cook an egg, a couple eggs. Two eggs, I think. Is that right? Right. And what we're going to do, the recipe calls for us to cook these separately and then cut them into strips and serve them over the top of the chicken fried rice. What I'm going to do is when we get ready to do the rice, when we put our rice in to stir fry, Mm -hmm. I'm going to add the eggs to that. I will whisk them up and stuff, but I'll add them in over, over the top of the rice. Now, I've got one other little addition here. While that is going, let me chop up, check our mushrooms. Uh, are you putting in any green onions? No, I'm alleviating the green onions in okay. favor of a red pepper. Ooh, very nice. Okay. So we're going to have a little color. Right. You know, a little 
it's the fall, man. The leaves are changing. So these mushrooms are kind of big. They're slices. So again, I'm just going to cut them down into some smaller pieces. And most of them, I'm just cutting the slices in half. Mm-hmm. From stem to top, stem to crown. Some of the larger ones, I'll make three cuts on. Whoop, come here. Don't get away. Don't be shy. Come back. All right. And these mushrooms, too, when you saute them, they will kind of, they'll shrink up a little bit, y'all. Right. So, whoop, yeah. you're too big. Yeah. And you don't, so these you don't want to cut, actually for any mushrooms, you don't want to cut them too small. No. Because you, you want to be able to actually taste the mushroom, so. That's why, if I could have found shiitakes, that would have been perfect. Because oh, they, you know, those, those you really don't have to yeah. cut up. You, you just, know, they're, you just they're take nice. the stems off, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're a really nice size. Okay. So we've got our mushrooms ready to rock and roll. Let me check our onions. This is kind of a fun recipe because once you get everything prepared, it, it goes together really quickly. All right. I'm going to just pull out a couple onions. Oh, those are nicely. I think these are translucent, as they say. <laughs> They're kind of soft to the touch. They're still a little bit firm, but they're not... They're not sort of so soft that they're falling, that they're going to right, vanish. Right, that they're yeah. just disappearing. And usually melt, melt. I, I think the translucent state to get to, because some of the nicer recipe books will tell you it's like three minutes, two to three minutes. Right, it doesn't take very long. Yeah. And, of course, that'll vary a little bit with your heat. Mm-hmm. So let me get manipulated here. I'm just going to use a uh, big spoon and scoop the onions out. And that big old pile of onions, once you kind of saute them, that, they cook down yep. quite a bit, too. One more. I think we've got about all of them out of there. Make one more attempt over here. Just slide them around. Bring everything to one area in the pan. Scoop it out. Scoop it out. All right. Okay. I'm going to need to add just a little more olive oil. Put our onions over here. So did you put in the red peppers as yet? Or you just it's just Not onions yet. and mushrooms at present? So far, onions and, um, yeah, onions and the mushrooms. We're going to do our peas now. Oh, lovely. Peas won't take too long either. Put just a little more olive oil in. And again, an olive, a little bit of olive oil, I'm just putting in just a... Not even a round, probably just a half a round or so. Mm-hmm. Kind of swirl it around there. Well, I'm very excited. I finally have um, a bowl with a actually a cover, and I'm I'm going to try Phil Phil Parr's um, way of getting of saving olive oil. Oh, nice! Yeah. yeah, just put it in a nice big container yeah. or something and mm-hmm. toss it in the fridge, and then it makes it so much easier to pop out. Right. When you only need a little bit. Right. I'm going to give it a try because now, I now have like a hundred ounce can of olive oil. That's the way to buy it. <laughs> it may well, it's, be so the... much, it's, it's cheaper that way for one. Oh, it is, but it's not the easiest way to pour. <laughs> no, 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 no. That does, yeah, you do have to hold your mouth right when you're doing that. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right, our rice is done. Oh, look at that. 15 minutes just flew right back. Snow peas in. 
We'll let those go. I want to stir those around real fast. I'm coming. I hear you. <laughs> it's like, I want your attention now. Now. Uh-huh. Now. It's patient, <laughs> but that's okay. The peas won't take too long. Oh, yeah. Good, good, good. Again, we're at about medium, medium to medium high heat. Come and get our rice out. Fluff it with a fork. Oh, perfect. Excellent. I love it when a plan comes together. Microwave rice, y'all. Uh, it's so quick and easy. We want to cool it, so I'm going to slide it in here into the freezer. Just let it chill out for a little bit while we get everything else together. Chilling. Mm-hmm. It just be chilling. Peas. Stir them around a little bit. Okay. Now the peas, since everything's going to go in together, I'm just going to put the peas in the same bowl that the onions are in. Mm-hmm. I was concentrating, y'all, so I didn't spill this up all over the place. <laughs> Got the, the wok skillet kind of tipped on its side and kind of putting the peas in there. And we'll come back over here to the fuego. And we'll put our mushrooms in. Now, mushrooms I'm not going to leave in there for very long at all because I don't want them too soft. Mm-hmm. I like my mushrooms kind of... You know what I like doing sometimes is taking mushrooms and uh, eating them whole just with some ranch dip or something. Oh, that's nice. Delicious. Okay. Got that. Let's find our bell pepper while our mushrooms are in there. Now, I'm not going to use the whole bell pepper. I'm only probably going to use about a third of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm making a slice... From the stem down, down the other side. They're hollow, so they pop apart real easily. There we go. Now the seeds and hull and all that are still intact. Let me take it over here to the sink. Now, you can either julienne this, cut it in nice long strips. You can dice it. Do what you want to do with your dish. I think I'm going to julienne it. So I'm kind of just pushing it flat. And chilians are just long strips, like shoestring potatoes. All right. So, yeah, so the long, the long side of the onion, I mean of the pepper. Right. And then once I get these julienne, because we're, the strips are going to be about five inches long, mm-hmm. cut them in half. So we'll make a bunch of strips, about toothpicks length. And again, these won't take very long either. So I'm going to throw these in with the mushrooms. I'm using my flexible chopping mat, which is so awesome, because when you get done doing all this chopping or cutting, just fold the mat up in half. It creates like a cradle. And then you can carry it over and just dump it right on into the skillet, just like I did right there. Oh, boo-boo. All right, wow. This smells just awesome. Get our spoon here. Just still kind of flittering these things here around. While those are taking a time out, let me uh, take our chicken right here. And I'm going to go ahead and dice our chicken up real fast. Should we take a little break? Uh, let me dice the chicken up, and then we can do that. Okay. Then we'll come back. Or You know what? Yeah, let's go ahead and take a break now. We'll dice the chicken when we come back. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back, y'all, with chicken fried rice on Cooking in the Dark. Now with more of the show, here's Cheryl Cummings and Dale Campbell. Welcome back to more Cooking in the Dark. 
We are back. We are. Cheryl was over here getting some wine. She got caught halfway in between. I did. I did. It's, it's you know. <gasps> I, I've got to tell you. Producer's ready to come back. He's ready to come back. I know. Huh? I, and I'm just like pouring my wine. I am so excited. A birthday present. I, I'm going to be going. There's a, a wine um, school now in Boston. And okay. I, I've gotten an early birthday present. Uh, an evening class all about wine from Bordeaux. Nice. Yeah. I'm just That'll worried. be fun. I'm worried about getting home. <laughs> well, put your your cane on autopilot and just let it go. That's how I knew Kelsey, my first dog guide, man. I knew we were going to be good together because, man, whew, right before we graduated, you know, we always have a big party and this gal had, she goes, hey, you want to come up to the smoking room with me and finish this wine? I'm like, ah, sure, okay. So I went up there with her and didn't realize she had a box of wine, not a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, y'all, we're done doing all of our veggies. Oh. I just put a little more oil in the wok. I just washed the wok out. Uh, let's turn our attention to our chicken over here, get it diced up. But yeah, so whew, needless to say, I was a little tipsy coming home from that. <laughs> You know, it was on the second floor. For y'all been to the Seeing Eye, you know that it was the smoking lounge up there where we went. I mean, she smoked, I didn't. Still don't. Still won't. That's another story for another day. All right, the chicken. I'm just slicing these breasts into pieces that are probably about three quarters of an inch wide, and then I'm turning them sideways and uh, perpendicular, and cutting them again so that they're about um, three quarter inch pieces. But we were, <laughs> I told Kelsey, find our room. And he did. I was like, all right, brother, you and I are going to get along all right. <laughs> that was so cool. Yeah, you don't need to be stumbling into somebody else's room at 2 in the morning. No, probably not good. <laughs> Especially with feeding time. Anybody's been there, you know, feeding time's 4.30 or something like that. They're getting you up and feed the dogs and park them and start your day. But woo. And they met us that morning with, uh, well, me and a couple others they met us with pieces, uh, I mean, uh, cups of coffee, <laughs> and food for the dogs. <laughs> that was really cool. All fun. But yeah, Cheryl, good luck. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. I, I, you know, I don't know. Now, I'm, when is this? Actually, it's not going to be till November. That's when the class okay. is, but, um, but yeah. I was just wondering if we might need to be finding a, another a co-host. <laughs> You might, you might, for something in November. <laughs> yeah, we both may be gone, ma'am. Mine's the fifth, so I'm I'm planning on getting down too. Hotting <laughs> down. All right. So now here we go, y'all. What I'm gonna do real quick is get our oyster sauce ready. Now the oyster sauce, a lot of times, or sometimes, you used to have to go to a specialty shop or something like that to try to find it. A little Asian market mm -hmm. somewhere far away from home. But anymore, a lot of this stuff is available, if not online, at your grocery store for sure. Or maybe I should say, if not at your grocery store, online. Mm -hmm. But they've got all sorts of different sauces. Yeah. I buy them. Um, I've gotten like fish sauce too, which is really nice. Mm -hmm. And Fish I mean, sauce, stir fry sauce, yeah, oyster yeah. sauce, of course. Um, Gosh, sweet and sour sauce. Oh, good stuff, good stuff. They had all types <clears> of stuff. <throat> so 
there's a lot of different things that you can get now that you can use. The oyster sauce, we don't... All of this is to taste. Yeah. So the, the measurements that Cheryl read you earlier are measurements that I use. Ah, so about... Do you, I think it's about four tablespoons? Four tablespoons of soy sauce. Right. And then um, about two tablespoons, one tablespoon, two tablespoons... Of the oyster of, sauce. Um, of oyster sauce. And again, that's going to be to your taste. So... Four, let's stop and think about this. Four tablespoons is how much in uh, cups? Uh-oh. How many tablespoons in a cup? Sixteen. Oh, okay. So that's like a quarter cup then. Right on. And again, if, if you do a quarter cup and you want more, go ahead and put some more in there. If you do a quarter cup and you don't want that much, too bad. You're going to have to start all over. <laughs> <laughs> or you could call Dale. He'll come over and finish off whatever batch oh, you Oh, yeah. Create. Go ahead and finish it up, and, <laughs> and I'll eat it up. I won't have a problem with it. All right. So now here we go. I'm going to put a little more oil. Let me get the fire going again. I turned the fire off. Safety precautions. We don't need the dude with the food being the man on fuego. Okay. Got some oil in here. We're getting ready to put this all together. Let me get our eggies. Henrietta did us a nice one and left us some eggs. Layer of eggs. <laughs> yes. While I'm in here, let me get the rice. Now, I've probably got a little bit more rice in here. Oh, than four we, cups? Yeah, because I cooked, we should have about five or six cups. Right. So here we go. So Scoop are you just going to measure out four cups or are you going to use all of it? I'm just going to measure out four cups. Okay. One, two, three, yeah, four. And we've got a little bit left over. It's all good. Now, I'll go ahead and break my eggs. Put the eggs in here over the top. Oh, you're just pouring them right in. Yeah. Once I get stirring, you know. Mm -hmm. Get the mojo going in there. It'll break them up and get our heat down to about medium. Make sure we're there. Okay. Ah, oh, this is when it all comes together, y'all. <laughs> this is when it's all worthwhile. Just kind of letting them sit there, letting it do its mojo here for a second. The mojo. What is the mojo? The mojo is the mojo. <laughs> so I'm just kind of moving the rice around. Kind of stirring it around. And what I'm doing, y'all, I'm kind of stirring towards the middle of the skillet, mm -hmm. the middle of the wok here, so that we don't have a lot of this, you know, you don't want it spilling all out and everything all over your cooktop, and we'll just let it do its thing here. You want to let it go for a little bit, because mm -hmm. you want to get that fried taste in it. Right. But then okay. once we start adding some of the other ingredients, now did that recipe, when I make it, I always put the sauces in next. Okay. I, I was just wondering if that's what the recipe said. I was, like I said, I do this, and then I, you know, I just do it. I forget if I'm doing the the, the proper procedure. I, I need will to be check. getting a message. Hey, you did it wrong. Uh, <laughs> I think when people are like gobbling it up, there's no having done it wrong. <laughs> right. Right. 
Uh, yes. So after you put the rice in, then you put in the sauces. Okay. And then you add back, you know, you add in your chicken and everything else. Okay. Just kind of letting it do, letting it do. All right. Now, let's go ahead and add our soy sauce. So about four tablespoons if you're, you know. If you're keeping score. All right. And then about two tablespoons of the oyster sauce. Get up off of that thing. Just get in the kitchen and cook, y'all. <laughs> hey, I like that. That could be a new song. I like it, too. Maybe All we right. can make it our theme. Yeah. Yeah, you're letting me sing. I like it. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> Add the oyster sauce here. Okay. Ah, oyster sauce reminds me of cashew chicken. Oh, yeah. That my mom used to make. Mm-mm-mm. Must be in it. Yeah, lovely. All right. Let's stir this around a little bit. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're getting there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, we're going to add in our chicken. Oh, walk's getting full. <laughs> and we're going to put our veggies back in. Here we go. Ooh, that smells awesome. I bet it's going to taste even better. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now it's time to flip and flop. And you're, you're pretty much done, right? You've put everything back into the pot. Pretty much done. Yeah. I'm ready. We need to do a little, a little salt and pepper action. All right. To taste. I think I'm going to add a little bit more soy sauce. Maybe about another tablespoon. And perhaps just a tad bit more oyster sauce. Maybe about a half a tablespoon. Mm -hmm. Again, this is the flavor. So this is, you know, um, this is the way I like it. Let's put a little salt on here. Again, I'm just going to shake a little salt. Shake, shake, shake. <laughs> a little pepper. And and I do this a lot. My grandmother told me this, like to get a sense if you're not measuring precisely how much salt you're putting on something and you don't feel like, oh, you should just shake, shake, shake like Senor Dale here. You can always pour a little bit into your hands mm -hmm. and you'll get a sense of like, oh, is that too much or, you know, and then you can shake your hands over it. Yeah, I was talking to a gentleman the other day about how do you measure, he was wanting to know how to measure, like, condiments. Mm -hmm. And we discussed a few things, and I go, salt, you know, for salt or pepper, a lot of times I will, I'll pour it in my hand, and then if it is a set amount, especially if you're, I'm baking, I really try to stay within, you oh, know. Oh, yes, what, what they've told you, you what, usually what need to. What the recipe states. Yeah. But, um, and then I'll scoop it out of my hand. And then after a while, you kind of develop a sense of, okay, this is how much uh, a half a teaspoon is, or this is a quarter, or this is a pinch mm -hmm. dash. All right, girl. 
Why don't we take a break, get the plates out. We'll be right back serving up the chicken fried rice on Cooking in the Dark. We'll be right back. Now here's more of the show with Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. All right, y'all. We are back. Chicken fried rice, man. Try this dish. You're going to love it. It is absolutely delicious. And listen, if you can't, if you're afraid about doing rice, you know, if you don't, if you don't feel comfortable doing it on the cooktop, or you don't feel comfortable doing it in the microwave like we did, get some of that boiling bag rice. That works just the same, just as good. Boil it up, chill it. You probably have to do two bags, and just throw it in the fridge overnight. And then the next day, you're ready to rock and roll. <laughs> Or, or you could always get a rice cooker. You could do that. Don't forget trusty old rice cooker. Well, that sounds yeah, yeah. They're great. You just throw the rice in there, the water, push a button, walk away. Yeah. All right. Can I read the recipe? I wish you would. I'm hungry. <laughs> the sooner you read it, the sooner we eat. All exactly. Right. Here we go. Four cups cooked white rice, eight ounces cooked chicken chopped, two eggs, Half a cup of green peas or snow peas, one medium onion diced, one green onion diced, or you could substitute mushrooms and red peppers as we did, and seasonings add according to taste. So these are the seasonings. Four tablespoons soy sauce. I think Dale put in about five for this. Uh, Two tablespoons oyster sauce. I think he did about two and a half. Salt to taste, pepper to taste, and then you need oil for the stir frying. And that's it. That's all. Very quick, very simple, very easy, man. You uh, get all your stuff prepped like we did. Get your onions diced, your bell peppers if you're using those, if you're using mushrooms, if you're using peas, snow peas, frozen peas, canned peas. Now, the green onions are actually as a garnish that you put on afterwards that you sprinkle over the top, or you can throw them in there. It's all good. It's your thing. But get everything prepped and ready. Get your rice cooked and ready. Get your chicken done and diced up. Then basically, like we did, just combine it all. That's all there is to it. We did the whole enchilada right here from start to finish. And I guarantee it is not going to take us as long to eat it as it did to make it. <laughs> I know that. I'm ready. I got my plate. I got my chicken glass of wine. fried rice. That's right. You're good to go, girl. Yep. All you need is a chopstick. There's your chopsticks. <laughs> Since you can't use chopsticks, well, I figure more for me, less for you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, I'm Dale Campbell. She's Cheryl Cummings. This is Cooking in the Dock. It's Rocktober. Remember that. Hug somebody that's a breast cancer survivor. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Cooking in the Dark was produced by THC Productions. We're out. AMF. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Cooking in the Dark was produced by THC Productions. Who cares about the clouds when we're together? Just sing a song and think about sunny weather. Till we meet again